rain, rain, and yet more rain. We find out where it's been. These blue areas are those areas where we've already exceeded the November monthly average rainfall. How we measure it. You've got your funnel, you've got your pipe. Now the measurement is done by two buckets that tip. And where we're likely to see it next. There'll be plenty of sunshine for Scotland and Northern Ireland. Just a few showers coming in for the north of Scotland, falling as snow over the higher ground. It's Thursday, the 14th of November, and you're listening to Weathersnap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Alex Deakin, and you're listening to Weathersnap, an insider's guide to the week's weather, brought to you direct from Met Office HQ. We've seen some snow this week, but rain continues to dominate the weather headlines. Many areas of the UK currently have Environment Agency flood warnings in force, and there are Met Office rain warnings in place in areas too. Here with the details of those Met Office weather warnings, it's Marco Patania. We have two yellow rainfall warnings in force today, one until 11.45 on Thursday evening, covering the West Midlands, Wales, Gloucestershire and western parts of the East Midlands. We're likely to see 15 to 30 millimetres of rainfall quite widely in this area and locally 40 to 50 millimetres across some of the hills and mountains. We also like to see some snow, but the main concern is for the rain, that rain gradually easing then as we go into Thursday evening. During the warning itself, though, we could well see some flooding to homes and businesses, possible disruption to buses and train services, alongside a lot of spray and standing water on the roads. Our second yellow rainfall warning is out until 10 o'clock on Thursday evening. That covers the East Midlands, Yorkshire and Humber. We could well see 20 to 30 millimetres of rain quite widely in this area and more locally 30 to 40 millimetres. Once again, we could well see further flooding and disruption is possible in this area. Thanks, Marco. As always, the Met Office weather warnings are constantly being reviewed. For the very latest, make sure you're up to date and weather aware by checking our website. As we heard, rain warnings are in place for parts of Yorkshire and the Midlands, which have seen large amounts of rainfall over the last seven days. The city of Sheffield has been particularly hard hit. Earlier this week, I spoke to Dr Mark McCarthy, head of the National Climate Information Centre here at the Met Office. He described the rainfall statistics for Sheffield for the autumn period so far. We've been monitoring the rainfall and how wet it has been in parts of the country. We look at the autumn season spans 1st of September through to 30th of November, uh, which allows consistency with the historical records as well. And so just focusing on Sheffield, which saw a lot of rainfall last week particularly and has seen a bit more since. Up to including yesterday, 400 millimetres of rain. Yeah, 400 millimetres. 1st of September. Yeah, for Sheffield. And actually Sheffield is a really good climate site for us because we have daily rainfall records back to 1883. So we've got wow. very long records against which to compare and actually being in the sort of lee of the Pennines it's not the wettest place mm, uh, in the region but it has very good long climate records for us to to sort of look at the context of these sorts of events um, so 400 millimeters of rain already this season and with most of November still to go so that's 178 percent of average the figures for rain in Sheffield are mirrored elsewhere in the country and, as Mark explains, we've still yet to reach the end of the autumn stats period. The thing that stands out is, again, this region across Yorkshire and into Lincolnshire. These blue areas are those areas where we've already exceeded the November monthly average rainfall. Some of these areas are starting to push towards sort of twice 
So they've already had almost twice their monthly average. Yes, yeah, that's right. We've still got rest of November to go, but we can see that for a large swathe of England and Wales, we're already uh, well above the sort of average autumn rainfalls. Uh, and again, we can sort of see this standout mm. area in, South, in York, South Yorkshire, uh, northern parts of the Midlands, um, where we're sort of exceeding the 170% um, already. As Dr. Mark McCarthy explained, rainfall statistics for the last few weeks have been notable and help form a long-term view of our weather patterns and climate. To compile those statistics, we first need to know how much rain has fallen and where. But how exactly do we do that? Here's Aidan McGiven. Hello, we have an amber warning in force for the next few hours. We're going to see some heavy rain developing across parts of Scotland. Some of those showers could be heavy, particularly across southern Wales into the Midlands. We could see up to 100 millimetres of rain for the southern Pennines. If there's one thing that characterises the UK weather forecast, it's the regular appearance of rain. And the last few weeks have proved no exception, with prodigious amounts being recorded. Rainfall records are gathered by the Met Office, alongside the Voluntary Climate Network. Rainfall is observed using a variety of equipment owned and maintained by the Met Office Observations Department. I caught up with operational meteorologist Ellie Creed, who took me on a tour of the observations weather enclosure here at Met Office HQ. Ellie, this brings back memories from my time working as an observer at RAF Odium. Walking into an enclosure, you can see various instruments. You can see a Stevenson screen where we measure temperatures. You can see sunshine recorders, but you're going to talk about the rain gauges. What's this one over here? It looks like it's buried in the ground and there's a, a sort of funnel coming out of the ground with a puddle inside. So this is our manual rain gauge. So this is your traditional rain gauge. Now if we just bend down and it looks like you can remove the top half of this and inside it's got a funnel shape. It looks like a quite an ancient design. Can you explain why it's got a funnel shape? There's a lot of thought behind this, isn't there? Yes, it's not only a funnel, but it's relatively deep and that's to stop the rain from either bouncing in or bouncing out and it's sunk into the ground so the bottle that's beneath the funnel is going to remove the ability for evaporation to reduce the amount of rainfall that falls into that glass bottle. So that means that each day an observer will take that bottle and collect the rainfall? Yes, they'll take off the funnel, pour it into a measuring cylinder and they'll read the bottom of the meniscus of the water and that will be the rainfall amount for the last 24 hours. You'd almost expect something a bit more newfangled these days, but this goes all the way back to the beginnings of when we used to measure rainfall, doesn't it? Yes, this particular type of rain gauge is copper and we do know that we had 28 of these before the 1900s and we do know that there's rainfall data that exists from way before that point. But these days not all of our rainfall is measured manually is it? If we move over here there's another piece of equipment that looks quite different actually it's uh, sitting on a concrete slab it's a large white bowl on the bottom. What are we looking at here Ellie? So this is an automatic rain gauge 
known as a tipping bucket rain gauge and it's an egg timer shape you're quite right it's also a lot newer now these came in in the 1980s 1990s and they are automated so same principle you've got your funnel you've got your pipe now the measurement is done by the tipping bucket so two buckets that tip they both will record 0.2 millimeters of rainfall each and when that is full it will tip there's a sensor beneath it that will sense every time that's tipped and it will count it so therefore you know the number of times 0.2 millimeters has fallen into your bucket and that's important because not only does it measure the rainfall amount it measures something else doesn't it it can measure the rate as well because you know how many times your bucket has tipped but you also know how fast it has tipped so therefore you can work out your rainfall rate from that so where does this instrument send its rainfall data so this is wired and that data goes into the Met Office network and that forms part of the UK rainfall network along with the likes of SEPA, Environment Agency and Natural Resources Wales. So we are just a small part of a big machine that produces rainfall data. The UK has over 3,000 rainfall collection sites. Precipitation data is also generated using weather radar, which sends out electromagnetic pulses that can also reveal the presence of hail and snow. Weather radar has the advantage of showing rain intensity and location in real time. The UK and Ireland Weather Radar Network operates 24-7, 365 days a year and currently includes 18 radars, 15 of which are maintained and operated by the Met Office. Each radar provides data out to 255 kilometres, so wherever you are and wherever you hear the forecast, if it's raining, it was probably recorded here first. Next week, we'll be looking at weather recording on a slightly smaller scale when we'll hear about the Weather Observations website which allows amateur observers to add their own data to the Met Office observations network. Well, Aidan's hung up his wellies and returned to the warmth indoors to give us an update on what we can expect, rain or otherwise, for the next few days. Yes, it's good to be back in the warm and dry studio. Now, the weather over the next few days stays generally cold, but the good news is it won't be quite as wet. The rainfall on Thursday tending to fizzle out through Thursday night and by Friday much of the country will be drier and a little brighter. There'll be plenty of sunshine for Scotland and Northern Ireland, just a few showers coming in for the north of Scotland falling as snow over the higher ground. For England and Wales a grey start to Friday with further showers but these showers will be on and off through the day for central and eastern England. Saturday, though, is looking generally rather gloomy across a large part of the country, all the way from southeast Scotland into northern England, much of the Midlands, Wales, and the southwest. We'll see extensive cloud here, hill fog, and it will be damp. Meanwhile, either side of that, we'll have some sunshine for the central and northern parts of Scotland, Northern Ireland, as well as southeast England. Frosty start in places here, and there'll be a few stubborn freezing fog patches, particularly for, say, parts of northwestern Scotland that could take all day to clear. And Sunday's looking like a repeat performance in many places. A lot of cloud cover across the country, a lot of hill fog, mist and murk, but not a great deal of rainfall. Many places will be feeling cold, with temperatures reaching the mid to high single figures. 
Just before we go, here's Craig Snell with last week's highs and lows. Here are your weekly extremes for Monday the 4th to Sunday the 10th of November. The highest maximum temperature occurred on Tuesday the 5th when Butte Park in Cardiff reached a high of 14.4 Celsius. It was during the early hours of Sunday that the lowest temperature was recorded, dipping to a low of minus 7.5 Celsius in Atnahara in the Highlands of Scotland. Sheffield in South Yorkshire had the most rainfall in one day. This was on Thursday with 72.8 millimetres of rain being recorded. And finally, the sunniest day was at Valley on Anglesey when on Friday there was 8.1 hours of sunshine. Thanks, Craig. That's it for Weather Snap. I'm Alex Deakin. Producer was Adrian Holloway. Do join us again next time when we take a scientific peek behind the week's weather headlines. Weather Snap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.